Hello and welcome to the Meg Method podcast. My name is Meg Walker and I help people find a better connection to themselves through fitness, mindfulness and breath work. I've helped coach thousands of people over the years and the aim of this podcast is to help you to improve your mindset, empower you with actionable advice so you can take ownership over your health and to educate you on the many different aspects of health from fitness to behavioral change. If you want to work with me, you can learn more about my coaching at themegmethod.com. Thank you for listening and welcome to the podcast. You are just who we were missing. Hello and welcome to this podcast episode, which is a special episode for the incredible charity Young Lives Versus Cancer. Young Lives Versus Cancer is a UK-based charity organization that provides support for children, young people and their families who are facing cancer. They offer various services such as financial and practical support, emotional support and information to help families cope with the challenges of cancer. The charity also advocates for policy changes to improve the lives of young cancer patients and their families. Their ultimate goal is to make sure that no young person facing cancer feels alone and unsupported. They are an incredible charity. They helped out my friend and his family before he sadly passed away. So the cause is very dear to my heart and I've been supporting them with my endurance endeavors ever since. I've run over 20 marathons than now and done countless other bonkers endurance events, including an Ironman. And along the way, I've met and coached many other aspiring endurance athletes. I think I'm over the 100 grand mark now. I thought that was 80 grand, but the charity said I'd forgotten about the gift aid. So I think, yeah, we're over about the 100,000 pound mark now, along with some teammates that I did a few challenges with. So I know a thing or two about fundraising and a part of these challenges that I often get asked about and I hear other people struggling with is the fundraising. And as wonderful as it is to help others, it can take a lot out of you mentally and physically, especially if you are training for something as epic as a marathon alongside a full-time job and or raising a family. And as a coach, you'll hopefully have gotten to know me by now and know that health is always my main priority. I want people crossing finish lines feeling as healthy and as happy as possible. But I know how worrying about meeting fundraising targets can play heavily on people's minds. And I've been there. So today's podcast is kind of indirectly about your health. I want to help take some weight off anyone's shoulders who is trying to fundraise right now. But I want to try and provide some cost effective ways to raise money for a cause without breaking the bank. And I have the most incredible and kind-hearted listeners. So I know there is a lot of you out there doing good things in the world. So I hope these suggestions can help many of you. So first off, let's address the elephant in the room. I know that raising money can be tough, especially in times of economic hardship when the cost of living is skyrocketing faster than a rocket ship. So I feel your pain and I emphasize with the struggle. I've fundraised for several years now and I'm also aware of how it can get potentially harder every year, especially when you're relying on similar circles of people to help you fundraise. But be assured they are absolute legends out there that want to support you in your endeavors and are 
actually grateful for the opportunity to be able to donate towards an incredible cause. So those fundraising endorphins are real. Giving feels good. So fear not because there are still plenty of ways to raise money that don't require you to sell your kidney on eBay. So one classic idea is a good old fashioned bake sale. And who doesn't love a good old bake sale? Take my money is what I have to say to that. So get your apron on, crank up the oven and start baking some tasty treats to sell to your friends, family and colleagues. And if you are no Mary Berry and it ends up more of a Gordon Ramsay swear fest in the kitchen, then another idea is to have a car boot sale or you could sell things on Marketplace. There's Etsy, Vinted or Depop. There's plenty of online places now. And, you know, find those dusty items in your garage that is taking up space. Dust them off and sell them for some extra fundraising monies. Gives them to a new home that is going to love them and that gets them out of your own house and stops them collecting dust and can raise money for a good cause at the same time. One person's trash is another person's treasure, as they say. And how about solving a problem that people would be willing to pay for? Maybe you are a talented musician and could put on a charity concert. Could you give your neighbors or friends an inexpensive cinema night with a movie screening at your house? You could charge a fee for admission and you could even sell snacks and drinks to boost your fundraising efforts. Do your mates want to get together for a charity sport game? Or perhaps you are a DIY expert and you could offer your services to help fix a few things around your neighbor's house in exchange for a donation. The possibilities are really endless and virtual fundraising ideas are getting even more popular and they're an excellent way to engage with your community and to raise funds for you, for your cause and during a cost of living crisis. So not only are virtual events convenient and accessible, but they also provide a fun and entertaining activity for people to participate in from the comfort of their own home. So by creating virtual fundraising events, you are helping to solve a problem in your community by providing people with a cost effective and fun way to contribute to your cause without having to spend extra money to go out. And we know that money can be tight for a lot of people right now. So that's especially important where they don't have that extra money they might be able to save some money going out and donate that towards your cause. So virtual fundraising events can take many forms from online auctions and raffles to virtual talent shows and quizzes. They can be easily organized through social media or event platforms and participants can join from anywhere in the world. So not only are virtual fundraising events cost effective, but they also allow for a wider reach and more significant impact as people from all over can participate and support your cause. I've done some crazy radio marathons over the years, and it's been amazing to have so many different people from different countries um, be able to join in. And I wouldn't have been able to do that unless it had been that virtual event. So whether you're looking to raise money for a local charity or a larger cause, virtual fundraising ideas are an excellent way to make a difference while providing a fun and entertaining activity for your community. And by engaging with your community in this way, you're not only helping to raise funds for the good cause, but you're also building stronger connections and you're bringing people together 
during difficult times. So please don't feel awkward about asking your community to come together to fundraise for you. It's reminding yourself it's not really about you. It's about the charity, but also at the same time, you're giving people an opportunity to come together. And why stop there? Have you considered reaching out to bigger businesses to see if they would be willing to sponsor your cause or match your donations? Perhaps your employer or a business you know well has a charity partner and could help you raise some money. So it's worth a shot, right? So sometimes they don't even really need to do anything. For example, could they just say yes to you leaving a collection jar on display in the workplace? And maybe could they encourage people to drop in their spare change? And I've also had great success in the past by contacting my old schools. And trust me, it has been a while since I've been at school, but they were delighted to hear from me all the same. And I asked them to please consider my fundraising for their next sponsored school event. And so, yeah, they did some fundraising for me for the sponsored school walk that they did every year. And that particular year, collectively, we were able to fundraise a few thousand pounds together for Young Lives Versus Cancer, which is just incredible. So think about outside the box, think of people you know, think of old contacts. My school was genuinely delighted to hear from me and especially because my friend also went to that school for me. They were only too happy to help out and they were actually chuffed to be asked. And that's something they think about every year, what charity? And I helped solve that problem for them and it was close to home for them as well. So think about your network. Now, let's talk about what to do if someone says no to fundraising. I think that can bring up a lot of fear. And it's important to remember that not everyone has the means or desire to participate in fundraising. And that's okay. It is not personal. They can still get involved. Spreading awareness for the cause can be just as valuable. So you could encourage them to share information about the charity and the work they do with at least one other person that they know. And it could be a friend, a family member or a colleague who may be interested in supporting the cause instead. If someone does online shopping, they could use websites like Amazon Smile or Give As You Live which allow you to raise money for your charity of choice simply by shopping online. And Young Lives Versus Cancer is an option on there. And a small percentage of your purchase will be donated to your charity at no extra cost to you. So if you're feeling down about slow fundraising, remember that it's like a marathon, it's not a sprint. And if you're actually doing a marathon to raise money, well, first of all, that's just bonkers. But hey, people love bonkers. And just make sure you remind, remember to tell everyone about it, like your grandma's bingo buddies and the postman. It's a great opportunity to share that. For many of you, it'll be a once in a lifetime thing. So go mad telling people about it. And fear not if the money isn't pouring in right away. Don't worry, people will be inspired by your legendary efforts. And if you've got a few skeptical family members in the house, don't worry, my friend, you are not alone. My own nan is exactly the same. She won't donate a penny until she sees photographic evidence that I've completed the marathon. Even after 20, she still doesn't quite trust me. So um, is there any trust in the world? You know, what, what more can I do? Maybe at marathon 50, she might donate a penny beforehand. 
we can use this to our advantage is all I'll say. So when you're telling people about your fundraising efforts, be sure to mention that your own nan won't donate until she knows you've crawled over that finish line. It's a great way to get some extra motivation and support. And who knows, maybe you'll even get some people who are willing to donate a little extra if you promise to provide photographic proof of your sweaty, exhausted face at the finish line. It's not pretty, but it is effective. And please, please remember, as amazing as it is to help others and to be part-time superheroes, we need to remember to take care of ourselves first. We can't be representing a charity that supports people on their difficult health journey if we're not taking care of ourselves first. So as a coach, like I said, my goal is to make sure that all of my athletes are crossing that finish line, feeling healthy, happy, and proud of what they've achieved. But that means we do have to prioritize our own health too. So let's make sure we're taking a sensible approach to training, fueling ourselves with nutritious food and getting enough sleep. And trust me, your body will thank you for that. And who knows, maybe your inspiring self-care habits will rub off on your teammates and loved ones. Never underestimate how far your impact can spread. And if you need some support from this, if you need someone to have your back, then please do send me a message. My contact details are in the show notes. And this is why I I coach. This is what I do and what I love. I like to help people step into opportunities and shine. So I'm always happy to hear from you. And that is today's episode. Remember, fundraising doesn't have to be all doom and gloom. It can be fun and rewarding experience that brings people together for a common cause. And remember, in the words of our favorite stoic, Tesco, every little bit helps. And even small contributions can make a big impact when combined with others. So let's put on our thinking caps, get creative and make a difference in the world one bake sale at a time. And in my humble opinion, nothing brings people together like a pre-marathon victorious sponge. Oh, take my money now. That's all I'll say. So keep being yourself. Keep looking after yourself. Keep finding new ways to bring people together. It's good for the mind and the soul. And thank you so much for all of the incredible work you continue to do and all the good you put into the world. We will all be better for it. And a huge thank you, of course, to Young Lives Versus Cancer from leading from the front and for all of the incredible work that they do. So be kind, breathe deep, Try your best. Big love and I will speak to you soon. Thank you so much for listening to the Meg Method podcast. If you want to learn more about my coaching and access some free coaching resources, please visit my website, themegmethod.com or send me a message at themegmethod on Instagram. I would love to learn to know you. I hope you enjoyed the episode. If you did, I would be so grateful if you could please share the love forward. You can show your support in three simple ways. You could please subscribe by clicking the follow button on your favorite podcast platform or YouTube. You could send details of my coaching to a loved one, or you could share this episode with others by tagging me in your social media stories at The Meg Method. Just see the show notes for more details. And if you're feeling extra kind, it would make my day if you could please leave a review. Thank you to my legendary podcast team, Brooklyn Fraser and Alicia Navarro. Your hard work and expertise is always appreciated. Thank you again for listening. Have an excellent day. Try your best. 
be kind, big love.